What is going on, everybody? I am BJ Parker, and you are listening to another episode of Turn Talk, part of the Making the Turn podcast series. And I appreciate you joining me. I've got a short little podcast that I want to do. And if you're this is the first time you're listening to uh, my podcast, or if this is the first time you found it, I host a, uh, a podcast called Making the Turn where I interview industry professionals across the green industry, sports turf, greens, uh, golf course management, uh, sales, you name it. And um, But I also uh, like to uh, come on here every now and then and just kind of talk the talk with you guys, talk about some of the things that have been happening in the world and talk about some of the things that uh, might be on my heart and might be on my mind and just share with you and I got uh, I got something that I want to sh- uh, talk to you about this time around, but um, I want to start with a little bit of a story. And it's kind of uh, where I you know where I, all this kind of came about. But you know I was uh, when I was growing up, I was uh, always told that uh, you know you got to do this to get to this level. You know, go to school, go to middle school, go to high school. Um, you know, work your way up, get a job, try to make ends meet, help think, help out, whatever, you know, go to high school, graduate and go to college. You know, if you're lucky enough, get a scholarship as I did, got a scholarship to play golf, uh, UT Martin and, um, you know, and then graduated, uh, did, uh, you know, started out in civil engineering, um, wanted to be a golf course architect, but realized that I couldn't pass calculus. And so I, you know, shifted myself to, uh, over to golf and turf management and, you know, everything worked out fine. Um, I got, uh, ended up getting a degree, uh, worked at my internship at the golf club of Tennessee and, uh, ultimately ended up getting a job there after graduation and worked my way up and ultimately uh, ended up getting a uh, superintendent position eventually. I was I was technically the superintendent at Golf Club when I left, but we had a director position, so I was under them. I was under him, Dave Green. And um, so when I went on to my first real technically first course, uh, I went over to Brentwood Country Club and I'd spent my time there. And – and I was there for 11 years, thought I had it made, thought everything was great. You know, I had some ups and downs in my personal life, um, but from my professional life, I was doing pretty good. I had done everything I was supposed to do, work my way up, put in the work, do the time, get to where I want to be, had a good job, was paid well. And, you know, uh, one day uh, that all came to a stop. And I, I tell you that, uh, I tell you that to tell you that I, you know, I, I didn't realize until that moment that I had put myself in a position that things could be taken away from me at others' expense. No matter how good I was, no matter how great I did, no matter what the condition of the course was, no matter how many people liked me, um, it wasn't really in my control. And I found out pretty quickly that I put myself in a situation, unbeknownst to me, that someone could tell me that I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't wanted anymore. 
And, you know, that can happen in a lot of ways. It can happen in your own personal life. It can happen in your life. You know, I don't know anybody that's dealt with a job loss or a failure or something like that. But what's really hit home is, is that I didn't have, I wasn't in control of that situation. I thought I was. I thought that um, everything was, um, you know, I thought I was doing the best job I could. I thought I was doing well. I thought the crew liked me. I thought, it, you know, staff. I never had gotten a bad review, never, never had been told to, you know, pick it up, do this, do that. So there was no indication of anything out of the ordinary. And, but lo and behold, it came to a stop. And so it made me think, it started making me think about how I'd gotten to that position in my life and what I had not been told early on and how to bounce back from that. Cause it was pretty devastating. And I've talked about this some in the, in the, um, in the, you know, my podcast over the years or, or, you know, over the episodes that, uh, you know, this, you know, that this is the thing that's kind of spurred me to, to uh, talk about making a turn and, you know, sort of turning something negative into a positive and, and living out the rest of my life as best I can. And it's still a struggle. It's, I'm not going to lie to you. They, there's days that I, you know, I don't got it figured out. There's many days I don't got it figured out. But what I what I learned was is is that nobody is going to nobody's nobody's going to be there when all the dust settled. Nobody was there but me. Like I didn't have any friends that were like checking on me. I didn't have anybody in my life that you know wanted to know if I was doing okay. You know, outside of you know your, my kids and a few you know family members and 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 so it dawned on me that you know hey um you know I'm in a situation where I've got I've got to I've got to figure this thing out and you know after obviously going through some pretty difficult times and struggling to figure out what I wanted to do I started to put little pieces together and started to get some momentum and started to do things that I felt like were you know, getting me in the right direction, you know, and you have little setbacks here and there, but along the way you figure it out. And so it started thinking, I started thinking about, um, you know, especially in our industry, you know, a lot of guys work for people and are in situations where they don't really understand that they're not in control of their own destiny. I mean, it's great to be in charge of the golf course. It's great to be in charge of maybe many golf courses or the entire grounds or anything. But, you know, it could be as simple as somebody don't like you or, you know, somebody on the crew messes up. Um, it could be uh, any number of factors that causes you to, to end up not being in a situation where you worked so hard to be at. And... I don't say this to scare you, but I didn't like that feeling. And I didn't like the feeling of being in a position where somebody told me I wasn't good enough or that I didn't matter and that they didn't need me anymore. And so it got me thinking about, you know, some of the things when I, when I would, um, you know, moving forward in the next chapter of my life. And so I started wanting to do things that I, you know, what do I want to do? What, what are the things that I need to accomplish? And the biggest thing was, is like, I'm going to take everything that I've learned up to now and manifest that into something great. I'm, if I help just one person along the way, then I've done what I feel like I'm supposed to do. 
And that's why that's where this podcast came from. That's where some of my mentality came from. That's where a lot of the thought processes of my kids and talking to them uh, about things along the way. Because I didn't get told when I was in my early 20s that, hey, working for somebody else puts you in a bad spot. And you end up being in a position where someone else can determine your fate. And I'm not saying that you don't that you, you don't need to work for somebody. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm what I'm saying is is that if you don't realize you're in a position where someone can take that away from you, then um, you're going to learn uh, some pretty harsh reality and some pretty difficult uh, things along the way because um, you know the number two guy, the biggest Apple or Google, you know they they make tons of money, but they're not the ones in charge. And if they do something, they don't make a, a, a right choice or decision, then they can be it can be all taken away from them. And so that's when I that's when I said, you know, hey, let's start building something that you own that you have. And I'll say this to all my fellow superintendents in sports turf and everybody that's working for somebody else that doesn't own their own business. If you don't realize this one thing that I'm telling you, it's great to do what we do. It's it's satisfaction at the highest level. Some of the best times I've ever had is early morning on the golf courses, dealing with things. Love it. But if you're not, if you don't own the golf course and you don't make the decisions and you don't have the financial responsibility and the and all the thing pressure and all the things on your shoulders, um, then just realize that you need to figure out how that works in your life. And that might mean you're, you know, doing uh, extra jobs, doing some consulting, starting your own, you know, side business, whatever the case might be. But I, I just, I just put all, I had all my eggs in one basket, and that's not a good place to be. And when it gets all, when it all gets taken away from you, you're kind of left sitting there going, "Well, what do I do now?" And so um, that's kind of what I want to talk about is like. How do you how do you come back from that? So if you're sitting in that spot and you think about what do I do now? What are the steps that I need to take? I've kind of outlined um, three or four things that uh, I did or I'm trying to do that are pushing me to get to a better place. So I want to give those to you. And I call it, you know, and I call it, uh, you know, there, everybody said, you know, it's a comeback story or, you know, you've heard all these things, uh, how, how great the Tiger Woods winning the Masters was and how, you know, he bounced back from adversity. We deal with all that. And I've covered a lot of those uh, in the in topics in my, in my previous t- Turn Talk episodes. But I'm calling this one kind of the art of the comeback. And, and the first one is, so step number one, I'm going to give you four things. The Step number one is you got to forgive yourself. And I think this is so important. It's, it's vitally critical to any other step going down the road. You have to forgive yourself. Bad things happen. People make mistakes. I mean, it just happens. It's not, it, it, it's not fun. We, we deal with them. We, you know, we just have to, we just have, the past is the past and we have to put it behind us. And you got to say, I forgive it. You know, I'm, you know, I forgive yourself and move on. You can't dwell on it because dwelling on the past is not going to change anything. It's not going to do anything for you moving forward. So number one, you got to forgive yourself. 
Number two, I think is really important is you got to seek clarity. Confusion is, is a crippling effect of everything you want in life. And be, and and if you don't have clarity on where you want to go or what you want to do, then you're going to run around in circles and you're going to have misdirection and you're going to be led down wrong paths and you're going to have confusion and and you're just going to drive yourself silly. And you got to get you got to have clarity on where you want to go. You got to plan. You got to be disciplined. All these things are important to getting to where you want to be. This is a hard one because a lot of times we we think a thousand different things. We think I want to do this or I want to do that or I need to do that or I need to do this or I need a career change. I mean, at some point you got to sit down and define what it is you want to do and and where you want to go and be clear about that. Uh, number three, uh, be laser focused. So once you've decided what you want to do, you got to lock in. Uh, one of my very favorite mentors, uh, or not, he's not my mentor, but someone I listen to on podcast, Grant Cardone, he talks about moving targets. You can't hit moving targets. You can change the target. You can have targets and you can change them, make them harder or, you know, move them around. But if you're aiming at them and you're, and you're trying to, uh, reach them or accomplish them, you can't hit them if they're moving. So you got to be focused. You got to be like a, a a heat, you know, like a like a guided missile, like the military. They punch in the coordinates. That thing's not deviating for anything. It's going right where it needs to be. So lock in your big dreams, your accomplishments, all those things that you've gotten clear about. You will never ever get to them if you don't lock in on the mission. And, the, and how you're going to get to where you want to be. You got to do it. Number four, which is, is funny, I, I'm, in, I'm doing this thing with a, a friend of mine and, some, and, and about 30 other people uh, where we're talking, uh, we're doing some mentorship, but it, we're on this very topic, but it's eliminating distractions. Number four, eliminating distractions. And um, we talked about it this uh this uh, last this past month um, about the uh, you know there's there's a lot of distractions in your life when you're trying to get and reach and achieve your goals and they can they can take you away from everything you're trying to do you know from your cell phone uh, your computers all all the all the things that are available to you from a technology standpoint can drive you insane you know, can, can rob you of hours of time. You know, the one I lock in on is the, is, is that the, uh, people can be one of your biggest distractions and, uh, they can be people as close to you as your mom and dad, your brother, sister, uh, wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, they can be that close to you that doesn't believe in you or, or, or tells you that your dreams are silly uh, or that they, you know, you're never going to do that or you're not good enough. And, you know, uh, there was a quote that we talked about called, don't let someone who has given up on their dreams convince you to give up on yours. And I, and I think that's powerful. It's been said before, and, and it's, I don't remember originally who said it. It's not my original quote. But, it's, but I'll say it again. Don't let someone who has given up on their dreams convince you to give up on yours. And you just gotta you just gotta cut people out. 
that are around you and in your circle that aren't good for you moving forward and getting to where you want to be. Just can't do it. You got to get rid of them. And, and you know, it, there, the distraction part of this becomes the, the, the biggest hurdle to get over because there's so many things that come at us. There's so I mean, just making a, just making a, a goal, a, a plan for, for, a, for the new year, you know, um, becomes very difficult when you start thinking about actually uh, committing to it and accomplishing it and getting through the many distractions that you're going to encounter along the way. And like I said, I, I covered two of them um, from what we talked about in our, um, in our call this, this month, but there's so many. There, there's so many, um, you know, you, you, you can talk about how this person over here, um, has more than you or th- why are they, why do they got this? You can be scared to succeed or fail. You know, that's a crippling one. You can, you just, you know, you're just scared to fail. And so you don't do anything. So I, I say that to say, uh, you know, these are, these are the steps that I think are critical to, coming back from adversity, dealing with something negative in your life, and getting on the road to recovery. Whatever, the, whatever it is, it could be in a relationship, financial situation, um, you know, any job loss, whatever. It can be anything. But if you do these four steps, start there, you're going to turn yourself around. You're going to find that you're doing things that, you know, Get you on the right path. Because I promise you, nobody else is going to do them for you. And they're all important. And I laid them out the way I I talked about them because I think you have to go in that mindset. I think you have to go that way. I know it's important that you have to do those. And then there's other steps along the way. You you know, you you can't be um, sitting around doing nothing, acting like everything is just going to come to you. That ain't going to happen. Nobody is going to do anything for you but that person that's sitting there looking at you in the mirror when you walk in there. I promise that's the only person you can rely on. So that's all I got. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. I think um, there's got to be at least one person out there that needs to hear this. I know that um, it's important that if you're in a place where you feel defeated, you feel like things are down. You, you don't feel like uh, you've got an opportunity to get anywhere. Then, um, you know, you, you, maybe you come across this and you hear this and you say, hey, I've got an opportunity here. I got, I, got, I, got some, I got some direction. I got some things I can work on. So let me close by saying, number one, you got to forgive yourself. Number two, seek clarity. Number three, be laser-focused. And number four, eliminate all the distractions. I promise you guys and gals, if you start focusing on these things and start doing the work and doing the things necessary to move you forward, you're going to bounce back from every, every bad um, situation you're in, every relationship, every financial hardship, everything that you ever deal with in life that is caused you pain or hurt or negativity you can honestly make it back from you've survived 100 percent of your bad days till right now 
And that's the truth. I'm pulling for you. I appreciate you listening. If you found this useful, be sure to like it, share it, pass it along to a friend. I don't do sponsorships. I don't have sponsors. I wish I did. I'd love to have that if you're interested. But I tell you this, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. In every situation, uh, there's there's good in every situation. And, and you know, whenever we're dealing with adversity, problems, things that, are, that aren't going our way, sometimes you find uh, peace and tranquility in a podcast or, or uh, some other uh, outlet. And I hope this finds you, you know, uh, I hope this finds just one person. If it does, reach out to me. You can find me on Twitter, Bryant uh, Parker GCS. I'm on, so, uh, you know, social medias. Making the Turn is available everywhere you listen to, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, wherever. We're going to be back with another great episode here in the near future. But until then, I appreciate you listening, and I promise you that every day is a new day. And- there are opportunities everywhere. Go get them. I'm pulling for you. Let's go. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.